When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sports betting app. All right, joined by Justin Spears and Barkley Spears. Hello, Barkley. Hello, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> What's going on, Mike? I th- I realized when we set up this interview, I'm like, Barkley's never made his PHNX debut before, dude. And we so... are very dog friendly on this. Tell us about Barkley first. So Barkley is a mutt. Uh, he is half Chihuahua, half something else. I'm not sure what he is, but um, I was looking for a dog a few years ago. I think it was like 2018, I believe it was, and it was in May. And um, I went to go look around at the Pima Animal Care Center here in right. town, and I saw Barkley just standing there in the kennel, just with a sweet look on his face. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I, I need that guy. And so and you know, he's the best $25 I've ever spent. You know it when you see it, too. There's just one of yes. those things where it's like, all right, we got the comments coming in hot and heavy. Back the A and back the pups. Justin, Marcus Longoni, big uh, fan. All right. Um, first of all, Justin, the busiest man in the Tucson industry. Um, host, uh, host, obviously, from 3 to 6 on ESPN Tucson, Spears and Ali. Also writes for the Arizona Daily Star. Justin, when do you get spare time? Do you have spare time? Um, I only have one day a week as Barkley was like clinging on to me. He's like, no, don't <laughs> right. pull me down. Right. Um, he's got the sad look on his face. He's pissed off at me. But no, the one day a week that I really get off is on Sunday. And mm. even then on that day, I'm preparing for the upcoming week. I'm looking back on the game that happened on Saturday. So even though it's a rest day, it's a, I get a little bit of work done. So it's a, it's a nonstop grind, man. But you know what? I love it. If um, if I didn't love what I do, then I'd be, just be depressed. But the fact that I can work all this time and still be right here positive, um, and, yeah, I think it's great. And worst case scenario, you just end up with a Justin sad face on Facebook if the Chargers lose on Sundays. Yeah, what a big disappointment, man. But you know what? As soon as Justin Herbert threw that pick six there uh, in right. the red zone, I just started laughing because at this point, being a Chargers fan, you just expect it. You just when, know what's up. Whenever they're in a tight game, you're like, all right, when are they going to piss themselves? And sure enough, right. that's what happened. All right. I wanted to ask you. So, you know, you've lived through, you know, as a college kid, as a, pro, uh, you know, as a professional, you've lived through Rich Rod. You actually, like we talked about, you got Rich Rod to change his recruiting strategy. That's a story for another day. But um, <laughs> Rich Rod, Kevin Sumlin, Jetfish. We're a year into Jetfish right now. What is your what does Justin Spears think when he looks at Jed Fish fifteen months into their into the tenure? Well, 
it's really hard to compare to Rich Rod because you have to think about the the longevity of Rich Rod right. in his tenure. I mean, right. he took Arizona to was it five straight bowl games or whatever it was, and even though it was the New Mexico Bowl a couple of times, and these were these were considered lower tier bowls, and then of course they has that they had that one year where they went to the Pac-12 championship and then the Fiesta Bowl. They still went to a bowl game, and if you just right. are consistent and you go seven and five, eight and four at Arizona. Wildcat fans are going to be happy. They're going to be content sure. with that. So comparing it to Rich Rod, I still need to see a little bit more because, as after all, Arizona has only won two games in the Jet Fish era. So Correct. Yeah. they still need to win some more games. We still need to see the next couple of years unravel. But it's way better than the Kevin Sullen era already. Right. And even though that they've only won two games, the fact that he's got – these great recruits coming in, the fact that they can go into the transfer portal and sell the program to guys like Jacob Cowing and Jaden Delora, where they could have gone anywhere else in the country if they really, when they really wanted to. And the fact that they committed and stuck with Jet Fish in this regime, it shows a lot about what they're selling to players in the direction of this program. So thing- compared, to, compared to Rich Rod, not there just yet, but Kevin Summon, way better. The thing that really stuck out to me too is when so when Jed Fish came in because I was like everybody else. I'm like Jed Fish. Like you're thinking about you're Same. looking for proven coaches and whatnot. But you know what's funny, Justin? Everything he said besides you know winning on the field, obviously, which needs to come. But he said, you know what? I will engage this fan base as much as I possibly can. I will bring in the alumni, and nobody will out recruit us. He, he's got you got to give him A's on all of those right there. Again, it's got to translate into wins, but that's something too. That's something that's been somewhat uh, I think overlooked over the years, and something that he certainly figured out really quickly. Yeah, and if you look at players representing the Wildcats in the NFL, it's right. certainly a reflection on the state of the program over the last right. several years. Uh, North Dakota State, their upcoming opponent, which I'm sure we're going to talk about here mm-hmm. in a few minutes. They have more players right now in the NFL than Arizona. But if you look at North Dakota State's culture, they got nine FCS national championships in the last 12 years or whatever it is, and they just win. And the fact that they have so many players in the NFL, again, it's a reflection on the culture of their program. And Jed Fish, one of the things that he really emphasized when he first got here was we want to be a pro. We have all of this NFL coaching experience on our roster or on our personnel, like, for instance, Jed Fish, coached right. a long time in the NFL, played or coached under Bill Belichick, Brian Billick, uh, you know, um, Shanahan, the, the list goes on, Pete Carroll, and then he got Pete Carroll's son to join his staff, and Dwayne Walker and Chuck Cecil, and uh, every piece of the staff, with the exception of a couple guys, all have great NFL coaching experience, and so that's what they're selling to recruits. We know that this is the end goal for you. You want to go play in the NFL. We want to make this essentially kind of like an NFL training ground for you. And you can also be a part of something special. You could easily go to an Oregon or USC or another power around the country and just be a guy where you can come to Arizona, play as a true freshman, be a part of the change and a part of the culture and really be a legend. And T-Mac, Kean Burnett, all these other guys who are joining the program. I mean, a few years ago, they would have looked at an Arizona letter and just threw it away. Ah, yeah, exactly. But look, but look what they're doing now. And again, it's a big credit to Jet Fish and his staff. All right, and you mentioned Key and Burnett. They literally did throw that letter away. And you know, when Kevin Sumlin's here, and then Jet Fish comes in, it's like, 
hmm, what's this? Let me look at this again right here. But yeah. let me let me ask you this, Justin. So we got North Dakota State coming in here uh, tomorrow, and hopefully, if everything fits right, I get to sit next to Justin in the press box, which was absolutely fantastic. I can bother Sheer to my left and Justin to my right. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> but um, everybody knows you got a power running game, North Dakota State. You got seven or eight different running backs. I don't know that I've ever seen something like that where each guy gets three to four carries per game. Hunter Lipke's obviously the big guy. But Arizona, to me, this is a game that if you know that you're playing an FCS team, and granted, it's not a normal FCS team, but Arizona should be able to win. I don't want to say win this game, but they should be able to at least minimize a little bit of what North Dakota State is going to do. Because again, this is a more talented team, Arizona, than they were last year at this point. And the defense has certainly been better. So let's look at this game and compare it to the last time Arizona played it against an FCS opponent, which mm-hmm. was losing to Northern Arizona for right. the first time since the Great Depression. Right. So think about all the factors going into this game. Arizona, I hope the players are not dumb enough to just say, oh, it's North Dakota State. Let's not look into these guys. Right. But you have to think, losing to NAU last year showed you that you can be beat by any team on any given day. And North Dakota State, they're giant killers. This is what they do over the last 10-plus years. Right. So you add in the fact that you lost to NAU, North Dakota State is the Alabama of the FCS. And you guys have only won one game this year, two games in the last couple of years. You guys haven't done anything. And that's what I'm saying. I hope Arizona doesn't come out and act like a bunch of front runners, which I don't think is going to happen. I think Arizona is not going to have any issues getting up for this game. And I'm looking at a couple of sports books here, and it looks like North Dakota State mm-hmm. are coming in as the favorites. That so you're an, favorite. you're an underdog at home against an FCS opponent. That is a very rare thing. If you're Arizona and you come out flat and not ready to go, that is a very big concern. And I don't think it will happen, but I think uh, Arizona and North Dakota State – that's going to be must-see TV. I think it's going to be a very close game, but I got the Wildcats coming out on top. All right, we're gonna, we'll get to those predictions in just a second. I'm going to get a score or two as well. All right, one guy just says, he says, true, we are the uh, Alabama of the FCS. Fair enough. Um, all right, let me tell you about game time first. Are you a procrastinator at all, Justin? No. Okay. Nope. I, do I get to the stadium two hours before kickoff. Right, for sure. All right, but if people are procrastinators and they're like, you know what, I want to go to this concert, I want to get some tickets, I want to go to a game – Game time is where you go. It's really that simple. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. How cool is that? It's great for you procrastinators out there. If you love PHNX, then you love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And also, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right, here's the deal. You can put down a deposit of five bucks and you can get $250 in free plays. That simple, that easy. You might say to yourself, my, or excuse me, $200 in free plays. Plus, everybody can experience the early win promotion where basically if your team leads by 10 at any point, you go ahead and win. So if you're, char- if you're a Chargers fan like Justin and you say, you know what, we might lose, but if you're up by 10, you win. That's how cool it is. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX. And again, check it out. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See notes for details. All right. We got some comments coming in hot and heavy. Alfred Chavez, sorry I'm late. Back the A. No problem with that. TJ Van Marder, back the I can't say it, but there you go. All right. Justin, give me a prediction right now because you're going to be going on here when uh, – 
tease people a little bit because Spears and Ali comes on at three o'clock. What yep. are you feeling right now? So, by the way, if you're watching this live uh, or at any point on Friday before 3 p.m., make sure you come on down to university for mm-hmm. Bear Down Friday. Ali and I, we will be down there doing Spears and Ali live for ESPN Tucson right outside General Benz. And you great setup, too. Tell them where you can find tell – them where, tell people where they can find you. We're right outside General Benz, so that little outdoor uh, patio area right in front of there. So if you want to go get a bite to eat and then uh, you know get some drinks – and also maybe buy all these some drink. I'm not a drinker. I'm more of a I'm a coffee connoisseur, not a not a beer connoisseur. But Ali, my co-host, he's the the beer drinker and the alcohol drinker. So feel free to bring him some round of drinks uh, for the next uh, few hours from three to six. But anyways, I think that my thought on this game, and we're going to talk about it all afternoon long on ESPN Tucson. But I think my thought on this game is that, like I just said, Arizona. They lost to NAU last year. They lost to an FCS opponent the last time. North Dakota State is not NAU. If we talk about these guys being the Alabama of the FCS, then NAU is like San Diego State. San Diego State, yes. Right? And that might be nice. So this is not even a close comparison. And North Dakota State, like you just said, I mean, they run the hell out of the football. Uh, But I, I do take... They're running statistics with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. their first two games against Drake and NC A&T uh, were just complete routes. I mean, they, three games. Yeah, yeah they, they, they had a lot of players get some time in garbage time and get snaps and stuff like that. So I take the number of snaps with a grain of salt. Uh, I actually spoke to one of uh, Arizona's uh, analysts, just kind of mm-hmm. off the record here. I'm not going to say who it is, but mm-hmm. I told him, I'm like, hey, all these runners, man, how do you guys game plan against it? And he's like, no, don't worry. They got – they have their key guys, and it's their fullbacks and, and that Starts guy. That Hunter Lipke, for sure. Yes, Hunter Lipke, for sure, absolutely. And um, Arizona, I mean, this is going to be a huge test for their offensive and defensive line because one thing about North Dakota State is that these are players, these are guys who are right there in the heart of the Midwest yeah. but were overlooked by the Iowas, by the Nebraskas, mm-hmm. by the big boys of the Big Ten. So you say, right. you know what, let's go join this great culture down here in North Dakota state ball out. And then we're going to end up going to the FC or to the NFL. This is a really, really talented team that Arizona is going to face. And if they don't come ready, North Dakota state, they're going to come out and they're going to punch them in the mouth. And one thing that I took away from Arizona's game against Mississippi state, when really looking at the the numbers here and why Arizona kind of got off rhythm on offense was what Jed Fish said, D&D. And we're not talking about Dungeons and Dragons. We're talking about down and distance. Right. Arizona, they were 4 for 14 on third down against Mississippi State. And only four of those were like third and short situations. All the rest were third and five or higher. Right. So Arizona had a lot of third and longs. And you can't run the football when when it's third and eight, third and ten. And so that's why you saw the offense start – pass a lot. Jaden Delora kind of got off rhythm a little bit and Arizona really didn't have a flow. I think they fixed that against North Dakota state, but again, North Dakota state, man, they're a very tough team up front and they're going to bring their A game. 
Yeah, and the thing too, Jane Delora, a lot of people are saying, well, he played poorly. And again, he didn't play well. I'm not going to say that. But man, he was running for his life. I mean, there was the one play where he's running and then he's running back and then he's running forth and then he took the knee and we got ex- everybody got excited because it looked like he completed a pass. I think you're going to see a, a different Jaden Delora here. I think you're going to see a guy that, again, total respect for what North Dakota State does defensively, but they still they don't have the quick twitch that a team like a Mississippi State has. So again, while it's formidable, I look for Jaden Delora to bounce back in this game because I mean let's be honest here he's going to be the key for this team this entire season Justin oh absolutely and he's the most competent quarterback they've had since Khalil Tate in October of 2017 right uh since then Arizona's they've been very inconsistent at quarterback play now we obviously still need uh to see more of of Jaden Delora all right because he's only played two games at Arizona but we've also seen what he could do at Washington State so he's right. got a resume already where he is a very high-profile quarterback. And a lot of people tend to forget that Jaden Delora was being recruited by Ohio State yeah. uh, coming, coming out of high school. So he's a, he was already a high-profile recruit coming out of high school. And for him to come to Arizona, um, I think, was a big win for Jed Fish. And, again, you look at that game against Mississippi State, like you said, Mike, it's – a lot of those interceptions, one was a tip pass. Jet Fish said 95% of quarterbacks would have thrown an interception on that with the defensive lineman tipping it up and catching it. Uh, some other ones, wide receivers just not catching footballs. So I agree with you. I think Jaden Delora will bounce back. I'm not really concerned for Arizona's offense in this game because we right. saw against a very physical San Diego State team what they could do, and I think the offense replicates exactly what they did against SDSU where they're going to pass the ball effectively. Jacob Cowling is going to get into a rhythm a little bit. And then Arizona led by their four horsemen at running back. They're just going to the just, four horsemen. I love it. Yeah. DJ yeah. Williams, Michael Wiley, Rashawn, Rashawn Speedy Luke and right. Joda Coleman. Those guys right there. I think they're going to be kind of like the, the late round guys. They're going to deliver the knockout against North Dakota state. Right. But my big concern is, how will Arizona match up against the Bison on defense? Because the Bison, like you said, they run the hell out of the football. Right. Will the linebackers in the defensive line be ready? Um, I don't think that there's going to be interceptions in this game because North Dakota State, okay. they've only they've thrown the ball 43 times in two games. In two games. Will Rogers threw 50 times last week. Right. So right. I don't expect too much action from Christian Rolla Wallace, Tradon Stukes, Isaiah Rutherford. But if we're going to see takeaways and turnovers, watch out for a couple forced fumbles. This needs to be a game, too, where Jerry Roberts has like 15 to 20 tackles. It feels because the the defensive line for me, for Arizona, has been solid. I mean, how many times have we watched, and this is no disrespect to Parker Zellers, I respect the heck out of what he, but, you know, where you would have overmatched defensive ta- linemen that are just, you know, really having to, this is the first year where you got Hunter Eccles, you got Jalen Harris on the outside, you got Keon Bars, you got Paris Shand. It's a pretty competent defensive line so far, Justin. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, and, and these are all players that have stuck with Arizona. Like Paris Shand was a former mm-hmm. basketball player and right. committed to the Wildcats. And you thought, well, this is a basketball player. This is kind of a, a huge risk for Kevin Sumlin and his staff. No but they, they took a chance on him. Keon Bars was a guy who was probably going to go play junior college football had Arizona not given right. him a scholarship so late in the process. So they've done a great job of really finding these diamond-in-the-rough type of players. And then the strength and conditioning coach, Tyler Owens, 
We all know about his history at Al- at Alabama, mm-hmm. and ever since he's come to Arizona, he has been probably an unsung hero with this program. Well, I shouldn't say unsung hero. They do a pretty good job of promoting uh, his prowess, but getting those guys in the weight room, building up their frames. I mean, they look like legitimate division one defensive linemen. And, you know, they're going to have to get to the quarterback. Um, They've done a, so far a pretty impressive job at pressuring quarterbacks and just, and just getting there uh, with the exception of Mississippi state against Will Rogers, because Will Rogers was, you know, he could sit back there and have a picnic um, but Braxton Burmeister was completely rattled in, in that mm-hmm. opener. And right. I think that you're going to see kind of a similar thing on right. Saturday against North Dakota State. They have to get to the quarterback. But right, with that being said, be, behind the defensive line, I think Johnny Nansen's going to throw in a wrinkle here on defense. Usually he's been rolling with the two linebackers. You're going to go with uh, the third one, aren't you? He's, he's got Kobe Cage and Jerry Roberts. Those have always been the two linebackers. Maybe Look Jacob out. Manu? Jacob Manu or Ammon Allen, those mm-hmm. that one of those two guys will probably get the start on Saturday against North Dakota State at linebacker. Look out for that. All right. He is the hardest working man in the industry, and I kid you not, he really is. I'm not saying that. A good friend of mine, a dear friend of mine. Justin, um, again, where can they find you and Ali from three to six today? Because or before that even, because get down there, it's a great time. Yeah, make sure uh, you get down there because uh, it gets pretty packed for Bear Down Friday. We'll be right outside General Ben's doing Spears and Ali live on ESPN Tucson. Uh, you can listen to us on 1490 AM, 104.9 FM if you're driving around in Tucson. Or if you want to stream it, ESPNTucson.com, the ESPN Tucson mobile app. And then, hey, it's a podcasting world, Spears and Ali podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Justin, I'll let you go, my man. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. But thanks again. Appreciate you. Mike, I love you. You're the best, man. Thank you as always. We'll talk to you soon, my man. Thanks again, buddy. That's Justin Spears from ESPN Tucson. And again, a good, a, a dear friend of mine. Actually, one of the, uh, you know, I've talked about it before, but, you know, sometimes guys just come across you in your life and you realize you're like, man, this guy really, this is a different dude. And you could just tell immediately that Justin was bound for big things in the industry and not only big things in the industry, just, just, you know, total respect for him all the way around. Great guy. Okay. And I'll be on with him at 525. So if you like me, cool, I'll be on there as well. So, all right, a couple things too, a couple house cleaning notes, morefurniture.com. They have been fantastic for everybody here at phnx they've reloaded the entire studio check it out morefurniture.com great stuff and four peaks brewery you got a you got a viewing party coming in um arizona cardinals and it's going to be this week obviously on the 18th hop in there check it out all kinds of good stuff going on right there and again um, you must be 21 or older. Enjoy responsibly, but 220-inch game day experience. So check that one out right there. All right. Everybody out there, I am going to give my prediction right here. And, again, you are all awesome. I can't thank you enough for everything that you're all doing here. Big-time stuff. I'm going to go Arizona 34-24. I am backing the A right here. I'm going to back the A to the end on this one. I have total respect for what North Dakota State does, even though their fans are annoying me beyond uh, belief. I'm getting fans nonstop from North Dakota State that keep telling me that you get that uh, I'm getting fans nonstop from North Dakota State who will not leave me alone about this uh, about this game. I respect what you guys do. But again, we're Arizona fans. Cool. If you if you win, we haven't won a ton of games, but I do. I do think we will win. 
34-24 Arizona. I look for a nice bounce back performance from Jaden Delora. And um, I look for the defense to be able to do a fairly good job on the ground against them. I think that, again, I think we're going to get this win. You know what? The Bison fan are coming in here. They're cocky. That's cool. It's great that, I'll put it to you like this. It's awesome that Arizona football is their game of the year. We'll take it. That means that we're going someplace. But again, 34-24. Also, got to remind you, tap and bottle. That's where all. That's where we're having watch parties for all the away games. Scott and Rebecca are great. You've got Four Peaks Brewery uh, specials going on there. Uh, tap and bottle downtown. Uncle Kev is going to be down here in a couple weeks. We're going to be up there next week again because it is going to be a away game. But again, come check it out right there. Great stuff, great people, and really looking forward to seeing all of you out there. But we're going to be back with you tomorrow on the post-game show, getting everything covered right here. But again, all of you, thanks. Go, go Cats, back the A, beat the Buffs. We will be back with you. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Thank you.